Hello again, everyone. Here we are again. It's a what? What? What is it? It's, a, it's December. I know that. What's the day? It's a Saturday. It is the what's the day numbers? COVID. I don't know. I don't know day numbers anymore. It's the twelfth. Twelfth. Okay. Twelfth. Really? Wow. Okay. Uh, and here we are, sliding at you faster than the chair after Tommaso Ciampa promo, the Monkey Flip Podcast, and we missed you. This is awesome. Uh, this is our second one back from our hiatus, and, and uh, it's probably going to be a short one. And with me to my left is uh, my co-host Hank Calhoun. Just as quiet as always, I see. Okay, uh, and of course, across from me, uh, my other co-host and uh, the man uh, Hammer. We'll get. We'll get. We'll get to Pat McAfee. We'll, I prom- No, we'll get to Pat McAfee. I promise. I promise. We'll get to Pat McAfee. Just, okay, bring, bring it back. Bring it back to me. Okay. Uh, and also with me, uh, as every time, every time I'm anywhere, uh, my lovely wife, Sheila, she's the producer of the show. You get, say, you're, you're going to be quiet too. You're not going to say anything. <laughs> Let's get to this show. Um, well, as always, uh, we didn't prepare. I watched wrestling a lot. I watched it all. I, I well, with the ex- Wednesday, I kind of said, you know, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 comes out. And I was just like, yeah, I'll just watch it on Thursday. So I watched it on Thursday. And, but, I, but I watched it. Um, we were 100% correct about what kind of show NXT was going to put on at War Games. That show was packed with good stuff. I, I, I can't comp- – um, that's a lie. I can complain about a lot of stuff. But, you know, those are ma- the minor things. The major things that show went off without a hitch, and you, you've got a lot of people. I think from that, from NXT, what they're what they were saying was there's a lot of people that are injured from that, and I guess that's kind of the kind of show that you you could say that those injuries were for a good purpose. That show was awesome, um, and uh, you know I got past that and I watched Raw, and it just Raw was just lackluster, and I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair for me to expect a lot of Raw right now um, because, you know, I'm seeing all these matches over and over again, and we've talked about it time and time again. We're seeing the same things over and over again, the same guys over and over again, and um, I don't think it's fair. I think it's it's really, and this is a cliche that people use nowadays, that it's COVID that, that's causing this. That's just a um, unfortunate part of, of our, our life right now. Uh, even with AEW, AEW does some things with the people they have, but it's so new, those people that they have, they can mix it up a little bit, and it, and it's it's not as boring. I think everybody's doing the best that they can. Um, so I don't think it's fair for me to say that Raw is horrible because they just keep giving us the same thing over and over, and I really don't have a choice. I, I think they're doing really well for giving us the same thing over and over again. Um, they're giving us Shayna Baszler and, and Nia Jax, which right now I think are the two best heel combination uh, in the, the business for the ladies. Does anybody like you know, Hank? Do you have Hank or Hammer? Anything for no no objections? Cool, that must be true. Um, well, let me address that. Let me let me address what's going on here. Uh, Hank could not make it today, and Hammer could not make it today. Family issues and things like that. Uh, and it's made me like when we went through the first problem where Sheila and I picked up some sort of virus. It wasn't COVID. Um, it was just some sort of the regular type virus that you pick up. 
but in my in my estimation, if we're doing everything that we can to keep from getting COVID, um, we sh- maybe shouldn't have picked that virus up. So it's a good, it's kind of a scary thing. It really is to to see see you can a- actively try to not pick this up. I mean, to the best of your ability, and still pick something up. And that something could have, if it was just right place, right time, could have been COVID. Also, uh, there was, we had a guest and he pretty much said, um, fuck COVID. I'm not doing any of this stuff. I'm still meeting people. I'm still doing whatever I've got to do. I'm not wearing a mask. And quite frankly, that was, that was scary. Um, not, not, I mean, for that person, I, I'm, af- I'm afraid for that person that they might get sick, but I'm also afraid for the person that that person goes around and unwittingly and, and, and this dude would never, ever purposely get someone sick. It's just something in, in his mind that he thinks that this is all a hoax and they're out there. People know they're out there. This is a hoax. This isn't really going on. This is something formulated by the government. I even heard someone really close to me say that, uh, we saw the Obama, uh, we really the Obama thing where he was saying addressing that we really needed to put in some sort of pandemic response just in case something like exactly this happens, and then I saw them say, "Oh, well, he did something then to make this happen to prove his point." And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? How far deep into insanity do you have to go to imagine that scenario where someone would do that?" to say, haha, I was right. Um, just not, not something you, you got to keep people honest. If, if those type of people are coming around you to tell them they can't come around or don't, don't have them come around or, uh, just, uh, be a ghost, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but anyway, off of that and onto a more somber note, um, I really don't remember a lot of the rest of like AEW. I, I know, Kenny Omega beat John Moxley, and then he ran out the door with Don Callis and said that they were going to appear on Impact the following week. And then I watched Impact to, to see that, which, fuck you for making me watch Impact. <laughs> fuck you. I don't want to watch Impact. If I wanted to watch Impact, I'd watch it. I mean, I keep saying the excuse, and I don't know where it is. And literally, until they said that, I don't know where it is. Like, I want to see what he says on Impact. I'm pretty sure they're going to replay it on AEW, but just in case. I want to go on. I want to watch Impact. And I found out that they streamed their show on Twitch on at 8 o'clock on Tuesday. And then I'm like, okay, I watch wrestling on Monday for three hours. So now I'm going to watch wrestling on Tuesday for two hours and then Wednesday for four hours. And then Thursday is the only day that I get a break because Friday, two more hours. And then I throw in, if I'm watching Impact, I should be watching Ring of Honor and MLW and some of the other things that I really, like MLW, I'd never really heard of until I think Hank said something about it. And I was like, what's MLW? I'd never heard of it. I mean, I, I'm a wrestling fan. But I'm not like die hard. I'm going to find any promotion that has a key to the public access place and can throw their show on that way. Um, and I, but not saying that I wouldn't. Not saying that those are bad. Just saying, you know, I wanted to keep it. I got an. I got a job. Um, it's a, it's a pretty demanding job. So especially this week, um, not going to get into that. But 
Yeah, uh, watch wrestling. I can't really remember much about um, AEW. I know the Bucks uh, started the show off against someone. Who, who do you remember? Who the Bucks started off the show against? I think their abbreviated name is TH Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack. Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna try. No, not gonna try. No. Uh, uh, and and that's nothing against those guys. It's my brain doesn't collect that information to that point. That's why I have co-hosts. Yeah, what's their name, Hank? Not <laughs> t- doesn't no uh, hammer <laughs> what at all okay no I, we 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 didn't it's it's nothing against those guys no uh, they're probably uh, good um, I watched the the match and that seemed like a really good match uh, they had the the standard things that that uh, young bucks match have they they have to get in certain specific things um. And then they have some things that, that I look at and I'm like, that just doesn't, not a real good to move to me, but I'm learning. I'm, I'm growing as a person. I am stopping that portion of my, my brain. I am looking at it for how entertained I was versus how it fits towards what I think a regular wrestling match would be. So I'd say that was a, that was a good match. I, I, I enjoyed watching that. Um, as a matter of fact, if I'm thinking back and trying to pick out a match, that one stands out. So that, that makes something good. Right. If it stands out, it's good. That stood out. So, um, yay. <laughs> uh, then NXT uh, coming off of that match, uh, coming off of that, uh, not 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 the match, even the night. The the women's portion of the war games was good. It got crazy because every girl had to stop and get a weapon to bring in with her. And you know, of course, here's some kendo sticks because uh, kendo sticks are cracking me up. It, it's I'm ready to start a bingo card with like kendo stick and. Uh, all the things that you'll see in a wrestling match yeah. that, that make it you know, like close to main event wrestling match. And they started the night off with the girls' uh, War Games match so they could stagger it, start with something hot, put in some things that might not be that hot, and then come come back with the, the men's. And, and I, could have went the other way. Men's could have been first. Women's could have been last. Yeah. Still good stuff. And all of them had great, great times in there. It, it, it looked really really good but i wouldn't say that the two war games matches were the the match of either one of them one of the match of the night i think that that when i believe that it was the champa match ah, champa, champa and, was, uh, um thatcher champa, champion champion and thatcher not only was that a good match it, it stayed along the lines of what i would believe is a standard wrestling match they they wrestled against their abilities and not the craziness, not I have to go out and find something, some kind of gimmick to use or anything like that. I thought it was a really good match. Yeah, and, really and Tommaso was. Ciampa is really high on my list. Thatcher is is there because of, he's an old school type type guy who just wrestles it out. Works really well for me. Um, I can't say anything negative about that entire show. I mean, the ghost face things that we saw on NXT this week uh, was it started to get weird, and I started to mention. Here's the guys that were furloughed off of uh, Retribution when they had 40 people that were running out. Now they're in Ghostface masks. So at least they got a job. So good on them. Um, <laughs> but then it came back and it was uh, um, what's his name uh, Austin Theory that was the Ghostface guy. And I'm like, it works really well. And it, and they did that very well. They literally said Austin Theory, and he's like, I quit. And he gets in the fucking van, and you do not hear from him again until that moment. And that's incredible yeah. great great work that way and when he showed up i'm like oh yeah there yeah that makes sense now that, that's pretty cool that they did that 
I, it always, every time they showed somebody in a mask, it looked like Velveteen Dream to me. Yeah. So maybe something more will come from the ghost face mask. Who knows? But it really looked like Velveteen Dream all the time. And you haven't seen the dream on TV. Don't know. Somebody out there probably, well, you haven't seen him because of this. I don't match. You'd known it if you'd have read the dirt sheets. Don't do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I want to be surprised. I want to, I want to, I want, when he pulls that mask off, you go, oh, hey, Austin Theory. Yeah. Wow. They did really well. Not, Every week, I'm like, when's Austin Theory coming out? When's Austin Theory coming out? When's Austin Theory coming out? I mean, we already had the worst hid secret in the world, which was Mia Yim was, uh, what do they call her on WWE? Um, Reckoning. The Reckoning. Not even the Reckoning. Reckoning. It's just Reckoning. Yeah, we had the worst, uh, like she's in the ring for five seconds, her mask flips off, and nobody gives a shit. She doesn't even try to pull pull it back on, because who cares? Everybody knows. It's not, not not, and she can be Reckoning and be Mia Yim without a mask, because you just change your name. That's the way it is. You want to fit in? You get a a name. My name was Bill for fucking 30 years until I got into wrestling, and then, was it? No, earlier, 26 years, 27 years, somewhere around in there. And so um, I got into wrestling, and then I had I came in like I'm like now, sporting a big bushy beard because it's not that this is a fashion statement. This is a lazy statement. Is <laughs> I don't want to shave all the fucking time, so I don't shave. So this that's what this is right now. This is COVID right here. Uh, lie. This isn't COVID. This is I don't want to shave. Um, so I came in with this big bushy beard, and the guy when I walked in, I said I want to be a wrestler, and he went grizzly, and that's where it was for years. And now I still call myself that. Now, my internet handles Grizzmaster Zero from one of the fans. One of the really, uh, there are a couple fans that really had a hard impact on the show. And I think we've talked about it on the show before that, um, well, no, we did. We talked about it with Dusty. We had two fans that showed up all the time. They made a real impact in our lives. And I hope we made that impact in their lives. And one of them once called me Grizzmaster Zero based off of like Jizzmaster Zero from, um, why am I so horrible about this stuff, man? Orgasmo? Orgasmo, yeah. So I hit too many times. <laughs> Way too many unprotected shots to the head. Way too many. He, he called me that like based off of uh, uh, Orgasmo. There was a there was a guy on there, Jizzmaster Zero. So he called me Grizzmaster Zero, and it stuck, and I just started using it as my internet handle. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, it's been a big part of my life. You can be named something else and still be the same person because you're in this group now and all the group have funny names. So you could have a funny name because that's part of being in the group, right? Now that you're in the group, you're cool. We could have called me. Yeah. Everybody would know it's Mia. Yeah. Hell the one time she started acting like a crack addict and in, in the ring, the referee kept going, Mia, Mia, you okay? Mia, Mia. And like, it's not like he's shouting over a crowd of 20,000 people. There's nobody else in the ring. Right. <laughs> There's about 15,000 people in the ring at the time because that's the way wrestling, that's what wrestling is devolved to. But I mean, he's just shouting me at like nobody's trying to protect this secret. And then we're, uh, I'm on the internet and I'm like, everybody is like, Oh, we all know it's me. It's like, yeah, I know. And they know we know it's me and they're, they're portraying it like that. So cool. Not to make fun of every internet fan. Some of you guys are dead spot on. Um, but, but some some internet fans are saying, well, that's the way you book a show. And I'm like, you, you don't even know what that really means, do you? Because if you know what that really means, it's that booking a show has nothing to do with that. That is putting on entertainment, I guess. But still, um, anyway. Yeah, this is usually where I would rely on someone else to take the reins and say some stuff. 
and they would talk for a couple minutes and that would bring something up for me. But I got nothing else. Uh, let's think about SmackDown last night. Uh, SmackDown last night, uh, a lot of people would give grief to Chad Gable for losing that match. However, I, 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 I give to you that he looked at Otis and he said, tag me in and I'll finish it. That's true. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that is true. Uh, so I'm, I'm not going to give him any grief on that. Um, but Smackdown, it was a test. It was a test, yes. And he came on and said, no, that was a test and you failed. Yes. Like that's a, he's becoming a great cult leader type thing again, yeah. which, which uh, works out for me. I, I really like those type of stories, I guess. I'm sick like that. <laughs> um, SmackDown's always the thing that stands out because it's the one that happens right before the show starts. Uh, so I know more about SmackDown than the rest of them because I've slept since then. NXT, I, like I said, I, I, I didn't enjoy... I didn't enjoy the first part when they came out and they said uh, they, they had like four people come out. So Finn, Finn comes out and he starts the, starts the show and he starts talking, you know, Finn Balor, right? Uh, I, I'm the man type stuff. And then uh, we get we get interruptions and, and before, I think Pete, Pete Dunn's the next guy out maybe and he comes out and he he's buying for, to put his name in against uh, uh, for that title. Uh, then we got uh, Damian Priest and Kyle O'Reilly came out, and Damian Priest, Kyle O'Reilly, and Pete Dunn start taking shots at each other, and Finn just walks out. And I'm like, that's cool. But it kind of reminds me of something we said on last week's show, which was if we were having a four way, how long would it take us to notice if the wife left? <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like it took him a really long time to notice that Finn just fucking left. He's like, you guys don't need me for this. Got out of the ring and took off, which I think was a, a great moment. I, I don't know if they scripted that to happen, but if they did, good job. Yeah. Uh, but then he gets like halfway up the ramp and Damien Priest stops back because Damien Priest is the it guy right now. Um, I see it. Uh, he's a good, good guy. He's, he's got a, he's got chops on the, on the mic and he wrestles pretty good. So, I see it uh, up against Finn Balor. No, I think Finn Balor is a next level type guy. And I think it's really hard to unseat Finn Balor as the champion, unless you're going to move him up to the main roster again. But I don't think you're going to, because the whole point he's back there is to, to give some help, I think. Or he just said, no, I'm going to go back to NXT. I don't know. Uh, somebody knows, like I said, somebody knows. I don't care. <laughs> just so you know, I don't care. Um, I'm, I'm looking at what's there now. So, you know, he starts talking back to him, and Finn starts talking, and then he goes up, and then, of course, Karen Cross's music hit. And the girl comes out, uh, uh, Scarlet comes out, looking like the that thing in Beetlejuice where, where somebody picked him up and he sprouted all the thorns and it hurt their fingers and dropped them, and they got stuck to something. She was, they look kind of ridiculous. I mean, I know what it's trying to, you're trying to go for a Lady Gaga monster ball type, type thing. Get it. Understand it. But it was kind of ridiculous. And when... Priest starts talking to her as she gets this look on her face that's equal parts, why are you talking to me, and equal parts, I really don't want to be here right now, which is what <laughs> I picked up. Um, but but she got through it, and everything went off, and later tonight, Cross came back, and I think that starts for an interesting thing, Cross versus uh, anybody right now. Um, so there's some good stuff that could happen, and I don't really like that, the, that they have a fucking three-way dance every second match or a six-way tag team match. I don't even know what the matches were that night. I just know it wasn't holding my interest enough. Um, they finally got uh, Cameron Grimes in there with somebody else. Uh, that was pretty good. Oh, slowing down. 
this is whew, I gotta I gotta tell you without the co-host to help along this is this sucks this is tough to do um so really what I'm what I'm what we came on to do this show for I was gonna call it off and I decided that no I need to come on and I need to give something uh, because last time it was a, just a, a message to say we're going to go on hiatus, and that was it wasn't too long ago that we did that. But I've come to a decision that um, our health, not not my health, not Sheila's health, uh, our health, Hank Hammer, the people that that come here and make this show what it is, and. Um, you, the viewer, can say what it is or not, however many people are watching, not watching, listening, not listening. Um, those people are very important to me. And I feel that I'm doing them a disservice by uh, asking that they come to my house and record this show in person. And the reason I ask them to come and record this show in person is because it just feels better doing it that way than it does over the phone or through a video chat. Because I mean, if you've had a video chat for any extended point at the point in time, you know you talk over each other. Some people can't hear that you're talking to them, and and, and the te- technical aspects of that stuff go through, and it feels just like a phone call. And I don't want this to be a phone call. I want this to be a chat. I, I feed off of uh, facial expressions and and the way things are said and subtleties that you're not going to be able to hear over video chat and things like that. So if we were doing something video, I would have it be like playing a game or some stuff where it's secondary, where I'm watching and where I'm my the game is what the focus is. This is the chat. That's the focus. This is me looking at somebody across from me and, and hearing the passion, but seeing the passion that they're putting into something. So I don't want to do remote. Um, I would rather do nothing than do those things. Um, quite honestly, that's why I've come to the decision that this is going to be, and this is lame for a season finale, but this is going to be the season finale of the Monkey Flip podcast. Um, we're going to put this show on hiatus until we can feel more strong that none of us are going to get sick. Um, because, you know, like I said earlier, we had the scare where something happened and all of a sudden there's a gland growing that needs to be take attention to. And we're like, oh, God, do we have COVID? And the doctor's like, no, you don't. You can even come in here so we can take a look at it. Everything's fine. And then, um, but what if we did? What if we had it? And what if we're one of the people that don't have symptoms? And we give it to one of these guys that we have in here or, or even one of the people that show up as a co-host or something like that. And now we've we've uh, passed that on. And also what happens if, if one of the guys has one of those moments? Like I've had moments where I pulled up to a convenience store and went in to get something to drink, got out of the car, got all the way up to the front, looked at a guy getting ready to go into the convenience store. It's like, oh, he's got a mask. Oh, crap, my mask. And I had to go back and get my mask. It's a human nature to just kind of forget that kind of thing every now and then. I, and you take precautions against it, but I just totally forgot. What if in that moment I touched something or, or I walked through a cloud or something or I got closer to somebody that, that didn't have a mask and it didn't trigger that and I didn't, don't even think about it because, you know, 46 years, I've never had to do this kind of thing. And I got 
this thing and I don't get any symptoms from it, but I come and give it to my wife and then the, these guys come and I give it to them and they do have symptoms of it or they go to their family members who do have symptoms of it and they get sick. Um, so it's just not worth it at this point to keep going on this way until we get some kind of flattening uh, of this virus. I mean, we're seeing it every day that it's going up and up and up and now we're getting emergency vaccines come this way. Not really how I want to say that this the last show the season is going to go but i mean now we're getting into the weekends where we're gonna have families and stuff like that and it just gets closer and closer and scarier and scarier so i think it's going to be the last show that we put on for a while this is not the end of this show i still want to do this i'm still going to do this in whatever form that i have to do even if it's just me and sheila and i have to actually do some actual work write some things down and some <laughs> notes and try to figure out what I want to say before we start it up. Um, that's what makes it interesting that literally every episode that I, I've, I can remember, I've told you guys like we have no agenda. We have nothing that we we've written down. We have no format because we're going to sit down and we're going to have a conversation about wrestling. And we, we, these are genuine conversations. Um, whatever I've got to do. Whatever I've got to do to make it uh, make it work, I'm going to make it work. Um, so I just wanted to say, uh, well, I'll leave you with the, the words I heard from Mean Gene Okerlund one time, and it was, "I never. It was never my intention to offend anyone. So if anyone was, if I did offend anyone, fuck them. <laughs> so that's it." Uh, Thank you guys for, for listening and uh, keep checking in with the Twitter account. I'm, gonna, I'm still going to do the, the live tweets during wrestling because I still watch wrestling. I still love it. Uh, and then I will give an update as to when I think our next show will be when it gets close to that time. Right now it's up in the air. Everybody knows that that's paying attention to this. Uh, maybe it's when vaccines start to become available. Maybe when we see a, the curve flattening or whatever. Um, but We'll let you know. And if you've listened from A to B from beginning to end of this season, I, I wish there was a way I could give you a badge or achievement. It's, it's <laughs> awesome because I know some of these weren't that great, uh, but we're going to keep putting them on for you um, or for us. Either way it goes. So thank you for tuning in. And do you have anything you want to say before we go? I would just like to wish everybody the happiest of holidays as we're going into those. Yeah. Cool. Get, get everything you need. Uh, Get those stockings stuffed in any way that you, any, any innuendo that you think that was in there. <laughs> and uh, for, well, no, I can't really wrap this up. I mean, um, first of all, let's see if we have any words from uh, co-host uh, Hank. Do you have any final parting words? Excellently, excellently spoken, sir. Excellently spoken. And how about Hammer? You got anything you want to say? All right, hammer down, hammer down. Oh, yeah, yeah, hammer down, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>